You guys know I travel pretty often, and my go-to hotel chain is the Citizen M Hotels. The reason why I keep going back is for their king-size beds, amazing views, and the ability to control your entire room straight from your phone. They just opened new locations in Los Angeles and San Francisco. However, my personal favorite are the Seattle and New York locations. A lot of you have asked me what hotel I stayed at in Seattle because it was so beautiful from all the pictures I posted, and that is the Citizen M Hotel. So if you're looking for affordable luxury designed for the modern traveler, check out the Citizen M Hotels using the link in my description. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast, the Ersatz Era podcast. This episode that I'm going to be sharing today is something that I feel like I've recorded so many times, but I never publish it or put it out online because it's, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny and kind of bad at the same time, which is why I'm just kind of like scared of the response that people are going to have to it because it's, it's kind of bad. But it was a good experience. And the title says it all. This is going to be about the time this year, January, that I traveled to Seattle by myself and I caught COVID. And I had, and it, it, this is just going to go all into my experience and what happened on that trip. So back in December of 2020, Denise, which is my friend, one of my best friends, says, Jessica, Check out this TikTok, right? And literally every podcast episode, I feel like, or every aspect of my life is, like, inspired by a TikTok. And I've talked about this so much before, but it's so fucking true. Denise goes, check out this TikTok. This girl took the train to Seattle, and look at the amazing views that this person saw, right? And it's all in the TikTok. This person took a Metrolink train from L.A., to Seattle along the California coast. It's called the Starlight Train, I believe. And she basically films all of it, and it's beautiful. It goes from, like, California beaches. You're just, like, on the train along the coast, and then you go into Oregon. You go into NorCal, you know, and it's snowing, and there's beautiful fern trees and all that good stuff. And finally, you get to Seattle, and it'll leave you in the heart of Seattle, too, which is amazing. It's, it was a really fun experience for me. So I think it was about two weeks before I was set to leave. I booked the trip. I planned the trip. It was very impulsive. All of my trips are, like, extremely impulsive. A lot of times I'm going to book a trip either one or two weeks in advance. If for any reason I'm booking something a month in advance, that's probably because I'm going with someone else. But a trip for myself is going to be like, I'm going next week. I want to go to New York next week. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to dip. What? That was my speaker. I don't want to edit that out. I don't really feel like editing it out, so I'm just going to just ignore it. Anyway, I take the train to Seattle. And that was a whole experience in itself. It was about a day trip, right? I get in, I get on in LA. First of all, I don't even know if I'm on the right train because LA's train station is a little bit confusing. I go to the conductor and I'm like, I show him my ticket and I'm like, am I on the right train, dude? Like, 
I got, if I, if I'm not on the right train, my train leaves right about now. So I need to get off right about now if I'm not on the right train. And he looks at my ticket. He goes, nope, you're exactly in the right place. Just take a seat wherever you'd like. So I get on the train and there's all sorts of people. There's this homeless dude that sits right next to me. Well, he wasn't homeless, but he gave me like homeless vibes. And then there was like this lady, um, people of all different races, you know, and age groups. Some people who were, I think, traveling to NorCal. Others that were actually going to Seattle. And other people that I met along the way. So, like I said, there's this older man that gets on a NorCal. And he sits right beside me and he obviously starts talking to me. He says that I look very put together. And, you know, at the time I thought it was very friendly and it probably was very friendly. Thankfully, he didn't try anything else. But I thought he was a nice guy. You know, he gave me trail mix. He talked to me a little too much more than I was comfortable with. Usually, like, if I start a conversation with someone, I don't mind that. However, if it goes on for, like, five hours, then, you know, I'm going to tap out at some point. So, at this point, it was in January, so everyone has their mask on. Um, I share trail mix with this older dude. So whether or not he ended up getting COVID, he was going to Portland, by the way, to visit his family, which is what I learned. And then along the line, along the trail lines, this other dude gets on this like older guy, not older guy at all. He was an old man. (laughs) I don't know why I sugarcoated that, who claimed that he had a bag of weed in his suitcase and he was trying to get out of the train and just start smoking up some fucking weed. So the guy that was offering me trail mix befriended this older man and they became friends. They started talking about smoking weed, the pot that the guy had on the train. So this guy's like offering me trail mix when really in my head I'm like, I don't want the fucking trail mix, dude. I want to spark one up right now also. I would love that. Anyway, the the guy in front of me, like the old dude, he was talking about how he used to live in Seattle when he was a when he was younger. And him and his friend used to go down to the shore near Pike Place Market and collect starfish. And they'd sell them at Pike Place Market for like five bucks a piece. Very interesting people. I didn't talk to him too much. I was just overhearing his conversation. I feel like it's fun to overhear people's conversations sometimes. That's my peak entertainment. Anyway... I start moving around the train, you know, I'm getting food, and I'm so fucking ready to get off this train, because once we got into Oregon, it was so cold, and I didn't have the proper, like, sweater or blanket to handle that cold, especially if it was, like, 20 degrees outside, but I saw so much of California, I saw literally all of California, from San Francisco to San um, Santa Barbara, to Oregon and Washington and you just see so much and you experience so much so if you're looking to take sometimes if you're looking to travel sometimes taking the train is also a very fun option for you so I had a really great time on that train Uh, my airpods did get stolen so that was bad but it was not a setback you know 
I wasn't going to let that ruin my trip. I just ordered some cheap ones on Amazon and I got them primed to wherever the hotel I was staying at. So I get off. I get off the train and I land in Seattle at night. And my luggage was not labeled. It didn't have any, like, this belongs to Jessica or anything like that. It wasn't checked. And the people that were unloading the suitcases on the train, um, they the conveyor belt that has all the suitcases, it didn't have my suitcase. And I was starting to get worried. I was like, oh, fuck, I lost my luggage. So I go to the security and I'm like, hey, I, I, I don't see my luggage. It's purple and... You know, I can tell you what's in it so that you know it's mine, but I, I, don't, I don't see it out here. She pulls it out, and thankfully it's my luggage. And once I have my luggage, I Uber to my hotel, Citizen M Hotel, my fucking go-to. Um, literally the best hotels I can recommend to anyone. I've stayed at a lot of hotels. Citizen M is where it's at. Link in the description. Anyway, I pull up to my hotel... And the view's amazing. The guy that helped me out was also amazing. He um, was very nice. He actually was from Irvine, which if you guys live in Orange County, you know that like that's right here. It's right here. And he was super friendly. So I feel like getting my first experience with someone in Seattle who was that friendly was very misleading because people in Seattle are like not friendly at all. So the first person that greeted me was from California. So I really didn't get the full experience because he was very nice. He was very friendly. But like I said, people in Seattle, they're very shy and they don't like being approached. They don't like being talked to. They're very introverted for one. Right. So I feel comfortable enough to ask the hotel staff. I'm like, they let you pick your room and what kind of view you want to have. So I ask him, what's the best view in this hotel? And he goes, you know what, fifth floor, that's like facing the park. And I chose that one, you guys, and I posted it online. Everyone is asking me where that is. I'm telling you this right now. If you want to look at that view, it's going to be at the Citizen M Hotel for literally less than 100 bucks a night. Luxury stuff for on the fifth floor. Link in the description. Again. Anyway, I love these hotels because you can control everything from your iPad or whatever. So I get to Seattle and I nap. And I plan out the next day what I'm going to do. And my plan was to go to Pike Place Market, which is like this farmer's market where you can eat really good food. I was planning on going to, let's see, the Space Needle. And that night, I was supposed to hang out with some friends that I had made online. Um, And I was really looking forward to that. So I go to sleep, and I wake up the next morning. I'm in Seattle, and I run over to Pike Place Market because the hotel is right next to it. And I'm shopping for books, and um, I get really good food, you guys. There's always such good food in Seattle. I'm not even, I can't even describe it. I get this bomb food. I buy some books at Pike Place Market because I really like to read. Um, And then I walk over to the Space Needle. And I'm, I'm in there, you know. I'm looking at the views. I'm taking all these pictures. I'm planning out. I'm looking at the ferries because, like, in Seattle, you can take a ferry to Bainbridge Island. 
So I was really feeling adventurous, you know, I was uh, planning on taking a boat to Bainbridge, renting a boat at the lake and like doing all this touristy stuff. And as I'm about to go into a museum because I had just gotten out from the Space Needle, I'm ready to go into a museum. And I start feeling tired, which is rare because it was 12 p.m. for me. Usually 12 p.m. is where my energy like kicks in and I just want to do everything. Mornings, I don't really like working, but like whatever. It's 12 p.m. and I'm very tired. And I, I thought it was very weird because, like I said, it was 12 p.m. Why am I feeling so tired? So I go back to the hotel room and I tell myself, like, I just need a nap. That's all I need right now. And I'm going to just nap. So I get to my hotel room and I catch a fever. And I assume to myself, I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. I start texting my friends. I'm like, hey, you guys, I got a fever. Like, and I'm feeling a little fatigued. What the fuck do I do? I take a nap and I wake up and I feel fine. I feel amazing. I start hitting up my friends. I hit up, you know, the guy that I was talking to at the time. And I'm fucking ready. My friends are going to come over. We're going to, like, do Seattle stuff. I'm talking to this guy. We're going to, like, go on a date. Everything's going fine. I have an itinerary for tomorrow because I felt great. And then, boom, another fever. Now I'm worried. Now a bitch is worried. So I catch another fever. This time it's worse. And... My fr- I'm on the phone with my friends, and they're like, just put a wet rag on your forehead. Um, and so I wet a hotel towel, ran it under cold water, and I put it on my forehead. I put it in the freezer, and then I put it on my forehead, and it did help. But now it's like, it's my first day in Seattle. I have all these plans, all these things I want to do. And I caught COVID. I know I didn't know if I had COVID. <laughs> Spoiler. Anyway, I'm like, holy fuck, I need to get tested now. So Seattle doesn't have the best transportation system. So I have to take an Uber from my hotel room to the University of Washington the very next morning because I'm telling myself like, Okay, good chance I have COVID. My friends are telling me I could just be sick from traveling so much. And I traveled for about a day. So it really makes sense. I rarely get sick. So for me to get sick, like some crazy shit has to happen. And, you know, being on the train for 24 hours makes a lot of sense. Really. So I'm like, okay, I could just be sick from traveling. So I get in the Uber and... Thankfully, this guy's not talkative. My Uber is just, like, chilling. He drives me there. And I get to the University of Washington. He drops me off. I have him drop me off a little bit sooner. So we get there, and I realize that testing is for drive through only. And remember, you guys, at this time, like, COVID testing was not as easily accessible as it is right now. You know, people were... States were still trying to figure it out. Cities were still learning to manage it and all that. So I get to the University of Washington 
and I realize I can't get tested because I'm not in a car and I can't just walk up and have them test me. So now I got to take another $100 Uber to West Seattle, which is like this residential area type of, of thing and a uh, place, city, whatever. It's more residential is what I mean. And I have the Uber drop me off in the neighborhood right across from the COVID testing center. But this man was also from Orange County. I met a lot of people from Orange County and it's great. However, he was talking a little bit too much. And if you guys know me, I will not shy away from a conversation with a stranger. Number one, I love talking to people. So this guy is like trying to make conversation. He's like, yeah, I have family back in Orange County. And I'm like, mm-hmm, smile and nod, smile and nod. I didn't want to talk because I had, I, there was a chance I had COVID and I just didn't, I just wanted to keep my, you know, breath in as much as I could, not speak to him for his own safety. He drops me off. I get tested and it's quick. It's like five minutes. You don't even need insurance. You don't need anything. You just walk up. They stick some cotton up your nose, hits your brain, gives you a little spice of, energy and then you're off and I went back to my hotel another expensive as fuck uber (laughs) you guys the test was free but the uber was like 150 dollars that day which my, my bank account was draining on this trip I get back to my hotel room and I had I think I had about three days left maybe two days left in there it was like a five-day trip I was gonna take or a four day and you know I waited out and I only leave the hotel room to get food because obviously no one's gonna come up to my hotel room and bring me food so I gotta go get food myself I don't do anything else I just get food and water and everything that I need because I'm sick and no one can take care of me I'm in a city that I've never been in before, and, you know, I'm extremely weak, extremely fatigued, sick with COVID, and the next morning after my test, I found out I had COVID, which, you know, I saw that coming. We all saw that coming, even if you're listening to this, and after my stay was up at that hotel room, they told me once I found out I had COVID, I had to quarantine in Seattle and Washington so the University of Washington is like trying to track me down because now it's like okay bitch you got COVID and you're a traveler here so you need a quarantine I'm like fleeing the scene and everything but no I I book an Airbnb which is like another thousand dollars and then I get an Uber to go to my Airbnb because it's like, okay, now i got to quarantine. And I somehow ended up in, what was the name of that city in Seattle? It was, when I remember, I'll let you guys know. And I'll probably remember very soon. It, was, it wasn't West Seattle. It was Capitol Hill, okay? It's more residential area. It's not like downtown Seattle where all the skyscrapers are. It's Seattle. It's a residential area, and it was, like, this small loft apartment in Capitol Hill. And that was going to be my home and my place for quarantine for the next 
few days. So my Uber picks me up. I'm so fucking weak that I could not even pick up my suitcase. I could barely drag that shit out of the hotel room. And my Uber didn't help me put my luggage in the trunk, which at that, you know, usually I don't mind it. Every Uber I had before that point had helped me with my luggage and putting my luggage in the trunk. But this one just like didn't even get out of the car or anything, which that's cool and all. But, you know, it obviously for his own safety too, like he probably didn't want to get near me if I had COVID or anything. So for safety reasons. But when I tell you, I struggled so much to put my suitcase in the car. It was embarrassing. I was like, he's going to know I'm super sus right now. Like, I'm acting like a sick person. Like, he's got to fucking know. Anyway, I haul my luggage into the trunk, and we're on our way to my Airbnb. And I've, I've probably posted pictures of it online. It's got this, like, huge Marilyn Monroe portrait in the living room. So while I'm there at the Airbnb in Seattle, I'm talking to my friends online Um, I don't really have much to do because I'm just, like, quarantined. I did have some very interesting neighbors, though. There were these little Russian kids who would fight. They'd always get home. It was them and their family. They'd always get home around, like, 5 p.m. And I feel like they'd, they'd, like, wrestle or something. And their parents would, like, argue in Russian. And it it was just fun to hear the family. And I would watch, I binge 90 Day Fiance because that's like my favorite fucking show of all time. And I was just muscling it out until I could be free from quarantine. And at this time, I was talking to a boy, okay? I was talking to a boy named Carson. And he was nice enough to bring me, to like Postmates me food sometimes. Or on one occasion, he brought me some like groceries, soup water, a blanket, because I said that the Airbnb was, like, really cold, and he knew I was, like, from California, so I couldn't handle the cold weather. So he was, like, the sweetest person ever when it came to helping me, and I met him online. Um, I was sick, obviously, so we couldn't really properly hang out or really do anything, and he was still kind enough to bring me groceries and blankets and, like, just help me out wherever I needed the help. Um, because I remember on one occasion, I tried to go downstairs to get groceries. And my Airbnb is five stories up, which another thing. I struggled to put my suitcase in the trunk. Think about me with COVID, like trying to get my suitcase up five floors with no elevator. It was the worst thing ever. And I remember when I had finally reached the fifth floor, I was like, on my fucking knees, dragging my suitcase up the stairs. And I'm so thankful that nobody saw that because that was so bad. And I was like so out of breath. You know, COVID hits your lungs and it's hard to breathe sometimes. So me going up fifth floors and exerting myself to that extent was just like extremely hard. And I was dragging my suitcase up. I finally reached there. I get in my Airbnb and before I can even explore it, I sit down on the couch or on the floor and I just start crying because it, I, in my head it was just like, why did this happen to me? 
you know, like, I was supposed to have such a good time here, and things were supposed to be amazing, like, why would this happen to me, and I, I was just so sad, and I think COVID also had a pretty big part in that, but I was just, like, devastated and crying, and not, my, my trip totally took a complete turn, and when I would try to go down to the grocery store, I couldn't, I couldn't even leave, because I was that weak, and I couldn't get food, So the fact that Carson was there to help me out um, really meant a lot because I was, you know, in a city, in a place that I was, I'd never been to before. I don't think I'd ever left the state by myself. It was the first time. So that was really nice of him. He was like a a little angel. I I was going to say a little spirit animal, but like a little angel sounds a lot more appropriate. So I muscle on my quarantine, thankfully. And I start working again. At this time, I was on Depop, you know, so I start uh, taking pictures of clothes and uploading it to my Depop. And I'm like, hey, you guys, I'm going to get you your orders out as soon as possible and make sure everything's sanitized and properly cleaned before I do that. So that's done. My quarantine is done. I know I put an Instagram sticker on it and I was like, free Jessica, because I wanted a dip. I wanted to go exploring. So when I was finally done with quarantine and I could finally leave, I went on a walk. And Seattle is an amazing city to walk in. I love Seattle, first of all. I love the city. I took my sister there. She loved it also. And I walked down to Pike Place. I went on the Ferris wheel. Um, I had so much good fucking food. Oh my god, I highly recommend going to Seattle at least once in your life. You have to experience it. It's amazing. I went down to Pike Place Market and I got more food. It was so much fucking fun. And that night, guess who met up with Carson? Guess who met up with Carson? I did. Anyway, that was fun. And after that, I spent, you know, the rest of my days there exploring and... Uh, just having a fucking blast. And I, when I went back home, and I think that traveling also has, like, this effect. Traveling, for me, has one to manifest an effect. Because every time I travel, good shit just happens to me. And for this trip, the good thing that happened was that I found a place to move into. And I had been looking for a place to move into for a while. I just couldn't find anything. And um, I found this place, moved into it, a week after I came back home from Seattle and this huge my life just like started to change so much I just became a lot more independent uh things were coming into my life my I met my boyfriend way soon after that I found the perfect place for me at the time to live in and I that's why I love to travel first of all I love being in new places I love The people that get inspired when I travel because I post a lot of it online. However, it's like so many good things happen after I travel. And that's why I'm looking forward to my trip to New Orleans soon. Next month. That's exciting. I'm going to New Orleans next month. And I have my little itinerary planned. I know I've mentioned it to you guys before, but I'm really excited. I'm thinking about making an episode about how... um, I want to make like a beginner's tutorial on 
traveling by yourself and how to do it because I feel like I sit here and I'm like, yeah, I go this place and that place by myself and it's super fun and all these things happen, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, okay, but like, how do you actually do that though? Like, how do you actually gain the courage to be like, I'm going to fly way the fuck out someplace way the hell off and I'm going to go there for a few days. How do you do it? So I'm definitely thinking about making another episode about that. This is not the one, though. This is just me telling you guys about the time that I went to Seattle and caught COVID and my trip was kind of fucked. But that's it for today, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to share this on your Instagram stories, please. It helps a lot. Uh, Make sure to share this with your friends. It helps me a lot. And yeah, that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.